Um, all right, so today we're going to go over about 13 terms that you need to know no matter what type of website you're working with, even sometimes when you're not working on websites, believe it or not. And then we're going to define basically what WordPress is in its simplest terms. So let's go. Hey, welcome to WordPress Simplified, the podcast that detects the technical and makes WordPress accessible for all. While we do cover most of the time WordPress topics, from time to time I will add in some copywriting and design tips to help you make the most out of your WordPress. My name is Jennifer Weiner and I will be your guide on this journey. Sometimes I might throw in some business or social media topics just to make sure we are rounded out. Now, I do want to jump into the podcast right now, so let's dive in. I hope you enjoy the episode. thing we're going to talk about is what is a website. People know what it is, but sometimes it's nice to define it. And for a lot of these terms, we're going to be using house terms, like your house where you live, to kind of connect some of them together. So the website is basically your home base on the internet. It is a collection of pages on the internet connected together by a domain with URLs, which we're going to define all these in just a minute, that a person can go to using a web browser. And this is most likely content you own. This is your home base. This is one of the few marketing avenues that you truly can own. Okay? So, how does a website work? Well, first, you're going to need some web hosting in the majority of cases. We can look at this as kind of like the street where your house is. Hosting is what you buy in order to have somewhere to store the files. And you can think of this like files on your computer. To store the files that tell your browser, like Chrome or what is it now? It's not Internet Explorer. What is it? Edge, Firefox, whichever one type you use. Safari is another one tells it what to show you. These are files. It's not always pretty pictures, though some of those files are pictures. Sometimes it's letters. I'm not even going to say it's words, but there are some words. But we'll talk about that another time, probably. Okay, now, the web hosting you're buying is a server, is the word they use. I use it a lot, too. And this is like the plot of land on the street where your house actually sits. So, think of the server as your acreage, even. Um, A server is more or less a hard drive like in your computer where you actually store your files so or a jump drive if you're more familiar than that or the storage space in your cell phone even this is literally where the files live okay so now we need to talk about what is a url this is first of all it's called an acronym, Letters for Words, right? We all know what that is, NASA, if you're from the United States or haven't lived under the rock in the past 30 years. Okay, so URL is kind of like NASA. It's just a short way of saying Uniform Resource Locator. You will probably never need to know what it stands for in your life. So this is everything in your browser's address bar where you type in like www.facebook.com. Okay, but this is everything starting with the HTTP or HTTPS, always to the last letter, number, or symbol, even if you can't fully see it. That's what the URL is. When somebody asks you for a link, you want to give them everything in that address bar, right? Because you want them to go to the exact page you're looking at. That's your URL. A domain name is actually a piece of this URL. And this is everything 
after the two slashes on the HTTPS, but you need to include it when you're given a domain name in most cases, to the next slash in the thing. So, facebook.com is a URL. wpsimplified.us is a URL. I'm sorry, it is a domain. Let's try this again. So, facebook.com is a domain. wpsimplified.us is a domain. WordPress.com and WordPress.orgs are domains. They can be given with or without the WW. However, in most cases, when you're asked for your domain on certain applications, they do not want the HTTPs or the WWs. Something to know. Um, But, and there's such a thing as a subdomain. We're going to throw this in real quick. I hadn't planned on it. So, if, let's say, your domain, in my case, wpsimplified.us, that's my domain. But I could also make a um, podcast.wpsimplified.us. In most cases, when you have two dots in there like that, it's going to be a subdomain. There are exceptions. Uh, the dot, is it .com.uk, .com.au, some of those. If it's just at the very end with those short letters, it's slightly different type of domain really complicated i don't even understand it not anything you need to know necessarily all right so the next important thing you need to know is ssl and ssl certificates so ssl stands for secure socket layer i didn't even know that until i looked it up but it's fun little trivia so ssl is basically your security system that keeps your information safe as it travels the internet from the browser that has the information to the intended place for it to go so like when you send a payment ssl is what keeps the uh numbers and all that safe from your browser to the site processing the payment and communicating between the banks and when they're communicating between banks all of that is secure lock sockets layer the ssl certificate is the um certification on the web server that says hey this website really uses uh, secure sockets layer this information is really safe so trivia how do you know when the ssl is really true you will see both the HTTPS and a lock symbol in the majority of browsers. I can't speak to some of them, but I know it's true in Firefox, Edge, Chrome. Those are the three I've actually worked in recently, but that should be true in all of them. It's more or less, as far as I know, an internet standard. All right, so we've gone over websites, web hosting, server, URL, domain, subdomain, and SSL, SSL certificates. Don't let this blow your mind. There's going to be a transcript with all of this in here. I will also put, there's also going to be a blog on the uh, podcast site. So I'll list out some of this and I may even make a little guide and then make it available. So don't let all this get to you. It's a lot, I know, but we've got just a few more to go through. And uh, a lot of these are actually on my Instagram for the podcast and probably my personal one which is linked in every bit of the show notes so just wanted to take a break from you know frying your brain i know this is a lot at once but we're just getting into the basics um you may never need to know some of these you may need them tomorrow okay so you still ready to go really really let's do this all right so the next thing you need to know is a cdn which is a content delivery network so keeping up with that whole house theme 
This is kind of like an airplane that's going to fly your visitors to your house as fast as possible. How does it work? So the CDN is basically a collection of servers that holds copies of your files, and they are distributed throughout the world. So let's say your regular hosting server, I'm going to put both of them together, is in the United States. And you have someone from, let's say, Germany who wants to see your site. It's going to take more than a second to transfer all that information for the simplest site across the ocean. Seriously, if you think about it, it makes perfect sense. But if there is a server in, say, even Spain, that's going to make it even faster. And if that server is holding your information and it says, oh, hey, I need this from John Doe's site. And it says, well, it's in the U.S., but hey, look, we can grab the same information over here closer to us here in Europe. It improves your site speed. And believe it or not, site speed is very important now for ranking in Google. And how do you feel about a slow site? I hate them. I can tell you. All right, so now let's get into some things, a couple of of terms that used to be kind of WordPress-specific, but really they aren't anymore. The first one is a theme. This is, you can think of it like a coat of paint to make your house pretty. Um, Unless you're using a page builder, and I didn't mean, I didn't add this, but we're going to talk about it in a minute. Unless you're using a page builder, and even sometimes when you are, the theme is what makes your site look different from everybody else's, or somewhat different. Um, there's free ones, there's freemium ones, which we'll talk about what freemium was, and then there, there are premium or paid ones that are only available if you shell out some cash or credit, whatever you use. <laughs> so, with the theme, sometimes it will add functionality, but that is not the core purpose of most themes. Um, they all have different features. There's all kinds of things you will want to look over. And if you'd like, I can do, um, and we'll probably do one on what you should look for when comparing a theme. I do have episodes coming up talking about the theme I recommend. And I also have one coming up about the plugins that I recommend you have, the types, and which particular type plugin under those types that I would recommend. Specifically, can you hear me? I can't talk. All right, so what is a plugin even? So you can think of this as an addition in your house that gives it some new functionality. So let's say you bought an ancient old-timey house and it did not have indoor plumbing, specifically a bathroom. You're going to add that bathroom, ain't you? So WordPress comes with a lot of functionality built in, but sometimes it's easier, but it doesn't have everything because WordPress is not trying to be everything out of the box. And that's one thing that makes it powerful because it can be modified by anybody anywhere who understands how to code or is willing to learn. So some of the types of plugins you might add is something for search engine optimization or SEO. Um, You could add things for something like making your images easier to work with or, excuse me, oh, so many things, so many things. You can add one to add courses as part of your website and like a gajillion other things like so many you can even add one to automatically share to each of your social platforms did i just blow your mind so much fun all right now another important thing about wordpress and we'll discuss this maybe a little deeper maybe not it's something called being open source um 
this is something I'm pretty passionate about is I love to work with things that are open source and WordPress was probably my first step into that world. What open source means um, is the source code or Oh, I'm trying to break this down for those that are truly not technical. It's the source code is basically the directions that tell, in this case, the um, web browser what to do with the information given to it. Um, it could be the application, such as I don't know, Microsoft Word has source code. Basically, anything that runs on a computer or a website has source code. Those are just the directions, kind of like the recipe directions. Okay, but this is either compiled or added together into an executable if you are on um windows i'm not sure what Vax version or linux version it is never really worked with those much but it's one way or another it's given information to your computer to do stuff source code is really hard for me to explain i apologize i will try to do better sometime in the near future but it makes this core code freely available so that others can modify it and then redistribute the modifications and this is so different from like Microsoft's models and so many others where you are not allowed to easily find the code and you're not supposed to touch it. You're not supposed to quote unquote reverse engineer it, which means you figure it out by picking through how it works to figure out what the code might actually be through guess and test. And there's probably hacky black, black hat or, or bad ways to find it out. Don't know. Not my thing. Um, so these products like WordPress, um, and there's so many others, I'm not even going to try to go there. We're talking about WordPress, but there's like so many open source projects. Um, these products and projects include permission to use the source code, um, any design documentation, any type of content, to use them for free, usually with attribution. And if you work with images, you should know what attribution is. You know, you leave the credits for the original workers and you add your own to it. It's just that simple. So this is where you get the plugins and the themes and all the other stuff that makes WordPress work and makes it so customizable is because it is open source. And it's the one thing I absolutely love about WordPress. The source itself, what makes WordPress work, is completely free. You can go and download it right now at WordPress.org, open it up in a type, right type of file reader, and read the code it's really not human readable it's not english or french or anything like that um some of the parts may be actually you know if it's like the words that are going to go on a blog then it is written out in english but or whatever language you are in but beyond that the stuff that actually does the heavy lifting is absolute gibberish until you learn what it means so um if you open it up and it looks overwhelming just close it and don't worry about it so the next term I want to talk to you about is going to be freemium. And it's kind of like what it sounds. It's one of those words put together like, I don't know, when they were together, Brangelina. Freemium is kind of like that. Or blog. Blog is actually a word like this. Uh, blog came from, was put together from the words, oh my gosh, I forgot. Web and log. Web and log. So they put it together for blog because you were logging your life on web recently. Originally. <clears throat> so freemium is when you take the word free and premium and shove them together you get premium so what it basically means is there is a free version that you can use however some of the features are what i call behind a paid wall, paywall you have to pay to upgrade and 
There are so many things under this module. If you are a social media person, think about later. You can use a lot of their things for free, but you know, if you want more than X amount of uploads, if you want to be able to do, I don't know, videos or stories or get their ultra premium analytics or whatever it is, it's behind a paywall. And honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you need to get paid for your work, but it's very generous of many authors to offer a free version of whatever it is it has. That is my opinions. Opinions are like noses. We all have one. If you want to chime in with your opinion, come find the blog for this um, podcast. I absolutely leave comments open, and I always encourage open, honest, and respectful discussion, whether you agree with me or not. All right. Now, the most important thing we need to talk about today is a CMS, a content management system. If you're a service provider, you probably know what a CRM is, a customer relationship management platform. Content management systems are kind of like that for your content. Um, This is just a way to store and organize your content and also, in this case, share it with the world if you choose to do so. You can actually hide it all. Kind of, sort of. Not all bots respect it. Um, you can use passwords with WordPress. You can use membership platforms, and that kind of gets us into what is WordPress. Oh my gosh, we finally made it! Yay! So I'm going to keep this short and sweet. We're going to go a little deeper into what WordPress is, how it works, things you need to know, all of that as the podcast goes on. But to finish off this, so without it being a 50 minute show with just a bunch of definitions and stuff, we're going to talk about basically what WordPress is, and that is WordPress is a content management system, and oh my word, is it powerful. It is almost infinitely customizable because it is open source, highly supported, been out forever in 10 days. You can make WordPress be basically anything you want. It can be a static website. Think about like um, a resume page where it doesn't change very often, if ever. You can do that. You can add a blog. Um, a lot of people is like, well, isn't WordPress just for blog? No, it's not just for blogs, but that is a huge use for it. You can make it a learning center. You can make like your own Skillshare or Udemy or make your own courses and sh- sell them like some of the big name people do. Not all of them are using WordPress, but many may. <coughs> um, you can do e-commerce. You can sell products from digital to digital. Blah, blah, blah. Um, It can be e-commerce. You can sell products, whether it's digital, physical, um, drop shipping. However, you can sell anywhere else. You can do it on WordPress. And then you can make a combination. You can have a website with static pages that has a blog that you sell courses on, as well as digital, physical, and drop shipping products. If you're going to do all that, though, uh, I'm not your person. I do not do well with e-commerce. I have yet to do it, um, but this may change in the future because I'm thinking about adding some merch. Um, so come on to the blog and tell me what kind of merch would you like from a WordPress podcast, from a WordPress blog, from me. That's going to be the question over on the blog. Uh, the link to the WP Simplified site is below, wpsimplified.us. But uh, yeah, this is basically all I wanted to share with you today. I know it was a lot. I know it probably blew your mind. You can listen to it multiple times. You can check it out on the blog. The transcript will be on the blog. You can download that. It is a downloadable PDF. All right, so this is everything I wanted to cover today. I hope you enjoyed our next podcast. Episode number two will be about WordPress.org, WordPress.com. 
why does WordPress have two different addresses and which one do I choose? Spoiler, you can choose either one. But I'll tell you why I go with WordPress.org. Alright, you have a great rest of your day wherever you are and I look forward to seeing you in the next show. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate all of your support. You can support me over at Buy Me a Coffee. That link and any others mentioned in the episode are in the show notes as well as over on the blog at wpsimplified.us. There's also links in the show notes to uh, find me on Instagram where we can stay in touch. And if you would take the time to leave a review at your favorite podcasting app, that would be amazing. If your app doesn't allow that, then of course you can always send me an email. That's Jen, J-E-N-N, at wpsimplified.us. Until next time, take care and stay sweet. See you next week.